everyone, and welcome to the MTG Painful Truth Podcast, episode number 30. I'm your host, Britt Wagner. Joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman. I don't know why I did a long pause. Cole, Cole how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling over here, as you can tell, stumbling well, we a, into the new year. We got a pretty hefty topic today. We do. And uh, yeah. I'll throw this yeah. out there. We have, uh, we have RCQ coming up this weekend. We both do. That's true. Tomorrow, from the time of this recording, uh, we'll be. Uh, this will probably be released after the RCQ. So hopefully, hopefully the next episode we, we both, both won. <laughs> I I know. I really hope so. Um, that's true. We didn't even talk about that pre-show. Um, but we're yeah. We have our RCQs tomorrow. Um, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, Cole, what are you? Uh, what are you going to be playing tomorrow? Well, so well first, there's going to be two different RCQs. Uh, tomorrow the two stores uh scheduled theirs at the same time and they're both different formats one of them is modern and one of them is pioneer yes uh so i will be going to do the pioneer one of course uh i'm doing uh what i call blue red gimmick which is very similar to what i played prior uh with some new stuff i'm not gonna get too in depth into it until afterwards but yeah it's got some new new toys in it it's been doing real well lately yep it looks good I was looking at your list. You sh- you shared the list with me earlier. I was like, yeah, it looks it looks really solid, um, and yeah, I, you you did really well. It, and if it feels good, like it's not perfect, but it's really good. I th- I think I think you definitely have a chance. Uh, I would be playing creativity, and that's not surprising. Uh, I would. Be and you're using, going to the modern one. Uh, I, I yes, thank you. I'm going to the modern one uh, because I play creativity both. Um, yeah, I'm doing the modern one, playing four color creativity using URL penguins list and inspiration, uh, which basically is just four color, no no white splash, and uh, with a couple of mana leaks and burst lightning, just additional uh, spot removal spells. And he's been doing really well with it himself, and I hope that I do pretty well. I'm kind of, I I don't think it's a good build for the mirror but i think it's like a good build of the deck so we'll we'll see how that goes but i think i definitely got a shot I've, I've done really well with this deck in, in a short amount of time um and if if my matchups and the deck lines up pretty well i definitely i'm definitely think i'm i'm in it so we're both going in strong and we're not going alone either i'm going with uh nick uh the gentleman that won the 5k that's been on the episode and then you're yep. going with jacob Right, so for the four, yeah, exactly, yeah, the four of us, uh, there are four invites up for grabs, so it's a pipe dream, but hopefully, you know, that's what we want, but that's, you know, I'll take one of the four of us getting invited, it's going to be a pretty good day, I I would say, regardless, there's still a lot of people, but hopefully we get to steal a few invites. That's a hope. uh, From the locals, yeah. Um, Yeah, so yeah, Jacob and I, we're going to be... doing that and uh let's also talk about the sooner championship too uh, real oh, quick. oh right right, right uh, yeah yeah because that that's uh we'll probably have another pod between this event and that but i think we may have talked about it before but there's gonna be a team trios event in oklahoma city uh or like a city south of okc just okc um and we're gonna do team trios we initially had plans to have nick but uh just kind of things shuffled around and instead we're going to be uh so the play with nick was he would be our legacy guy i'd be in the middle seat in modern and then uh you would be in pioneer cole that changed uh after the player shuffle so we get alec on board over here with us he's going to take the pioneer seat from you and you're going to go to the other side of me and play legacy so that's going to be kind of crazy but we'll We'll see. We've pulled miracles out of our ass before, so I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I think like the deck, you, uh, you know, Legacy. Unfortunately, uh, I'm I'm of little help to you, but um, I know the format at least well enough. But I'm I'm definitely not <laughs> not a master craftsman or anything. Right. Uh, I, like no offense, but you're you're probably the most nervous of the three of us to to play. Um, I just like because I'm just so unaware and just of little help. Um, but Alec, he's, you know, Alec's a good player. He's very calculated. I, I'm sure he'll do fine. He's kind of wavering between a few decks and, uh, hopefully, hopefully we, we get a consensus, but he's, he, we, 
I think he's pretty set on his deck choice. So we'll see. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, and we have uh, and so Nick's gonna be going up there. We have uh, Austin, who's kind of been showing up for us as well. He's gonna be there, and my old uh, Garrick, he was the guy who I who kind of allied up with at the uh, SCG event. He's an old Wichita friend. He's going to be there with his squad, so that's going to be great to to see him as well. I might want to say, hey, let's uh, we could be scout buddies or whatever, but well, I'll be cheering him on as well at the Sooner Championship. And John Radcliffe, I don't I don't want to miss him. He's another Wichita buddy. He's a he's a good guy. Okay, um, I think that's it for 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 local events. Uh, so hopefully we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll take it down. So Cole, what's what's the topic this week? So we got a we got a big topic this week. So obviously our last episode was with uh, with the great Todd Anderson. That was a fun episode that we did. If you listen to it, if you haven't, shame. You should go listen to it. Uh, yes, pause you. this right now. Check it out. Oh yes. So we and, and it was kind of hinted at the end of the episode. I had thrown it out to him, but we were going to do an episode. Uh, original idea, by the way. Uh, Martin Yuza stole it. Um, that we were yes. we were going to do an episode about things that people would want changed in Magic, and the original reason for this is because Brent has a, has a thing that he's talked about for a long time of something that he would change in Magic: The Gathering. As I also bitch and complain, so I have a lot of things that I'd say too. But we decided that we would take it a step up. So I grabbed my handy dandy journal; it's in my hand, and I went around and played reporter. For probably the couple weeks, uh, I asked all the people we were close to uh, things that they would change uh, in Magic the Gathering. So I have a list of stuff uh, from different people that I've asked. Uh, there is a lot that are the same, you could probably figure, but we'll go over that when we get there. Brent, oh, excuse me, Brent's going to lead us off on his. His is very different than what most people would say. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I wanted to start with it first because I... I kind of feel like it. Might, we might have some back and forth, and I want us to kind of move on with the episode. So to kind of self, yeah, me and Brent have had long talks, <laughs> right? <laughs> like we've had post episode yeah. like four hour talks on stuff. Like uh, right. We lost audio content because of our re- ba- uh, babbling. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we. I just wanted to lead lead with it. So the first one. Uh, this was on my list. The very top. If I would. Change one thing in magic. If I would change one thing in magic, and the magic, the span is could be as like as broad as like more card sleeve selections. But you know, we're not going to. You know, yeah, we uh, we left it very vague when we asked because I mean that was on purpose, obviously, because you know everyone has different opinions on like what they you like what they would want done differently in magic we we wouldn't whenever i was doing my questionnaire i'd add like i'd give examples to kind of like lead people into what we're kind of looking for because obviously right. there's like hasbro Wizards. Or something. well i mean yeah. yeah there's like yeah so like there's a lot of like way outlandish takes and uh, we were right. looking for more like if you were on a on a board you could argue for your take right that's kind of our when when we start listening, you'll you'll see they're all kind of near that like where someone could easily argue for their take versus like like what we just said like oh Hasbro shouldn't own wizards. It's like well how are you gonna argue that? Right, right. Okay, so my first one or my the the one I would the one I would change is uh, the play draw system. And if you know me locally, you may have heard me ramble about this not all the time, but. Uh, basically, Cole, and basically, the listener, the plan would be uh, to, when you sit down with your opponent, and you could probably even do this with the companion app. You would sit down, and there may be like a star or something above your name to to indicate that you have the play draw option, and it and this would happen every round. So as you go to round one, let's say I play against Cole, doesn't matter, and. I had I won and I had the play draw option. I had the star above my name. We go into round two. I'm in the one zero bracket. Cole's gonna be in the one bracket. Uh, I will be paired against the pairing is my. I feel like it'd be the same, but maybe you could even work some logic into it too. But I'll be in the one zero bracket and I'll play against someone else who is also in the one zero bracket. Uh, 
and it would check basically it would do a check like all right brent had brent has a star he had one play draw option brent's round two opponent is uh we'll say jacob we'll just keep using our friends names he also has a star so he had a one he's also one oh but we'll play against each other and, and it's and the star will be given out randomly at this point because there was uh uh because we both have the same like play draw uh outcome like uh score or whatever so let's just say I, i'm on the play again i get the option to have the star and i let's say i win again and i'm two oh with two stars and jacob is now one one and cole let's just say you won your your round Going into round three, I have two stars, and it's just going to be statistically very unlikely that my next opponent will also have had two different play draw opportunities. So let's just say they're also one and one. They will get the play draw option against me, and I'm now and let's say I and and that that will keep being tracked. And I feel like I might be just like make it sound more complicated than it is, but basically it's just going to say, all right, how many times is Brent on the draw? How many times does his opponent be on the draw? Go and then you just kind of do the math and say, okay, uh, self-correct it. So Brent has been on the play draw option more than the opponent. So therefore the opponent will get the play draw option. So it's self-correcting. And uh, there, in, in an eight-round tournament scenario, it should be, for the most part, self-correcting. So everyone will be uh, like four and four. Four play draw options for not four without the option or at worst like five, three, but it shouldn't get up to six and two. Uh, and really the point, uh, the reason I would want this system at, because right now it's just uh, you, people throw dice on the table and um, wh- whoever has a higher school uh, dice roll is, would get the play draw option. Uh, it's just strictly random. Um, but I think just like, I think there is enough of an, of an advantage of being on the play and and there's some numbers i don't have the i don't have the data but it there you you do get a slight advantage by being on the play and i would even say like in chess it's all ca- like you get to be the you get the white pieces and the black pieces at at even amount of the time like it's it's you won't be have the white pieces or, or if and if you're not familiar the white pieces go first in chess which is a slight advantage in that game it's you will be you'll be the white have the white pieces and you'll have the black pieces an even amount of the time in a chess tournament what's been going on for maybe over 100 years we can do this in our in our game we have the technology it's 2023 uh i think we can do this Cole. so that's that's kind of the the short pitch as and it was still kind of long but that's i think i would want this in place Okay. Um, I know. So I I brought up your thing to two other people before the episode. It was Alec and Nick. Okay. And I think it's hard because like we talked about this like almost like a month ago now. So it's hard for me to remember exactly what they said. I I, I cut it because it was like in the outro part where I brought it. We I talked and I brought it up with you at least one other time. Well, I mean, we talked about and, it multiple and times. Other group. No, you're right. So. Yeah. But I, th- I think it was like Nick talked about like when you bring in like splits and stuff and like going into top eights. So so to clarify this, I, I don't think the top eight would change. Like if you're the higher seed, you get the play draw option. I, that's that's where it, it doesn't stick around. I, I think like if you are the number one seed, you should keep that advantage. And the higher seed still gets play draw options. This is strictly in the Swiss pairings. Okay. And you talked about the thing that I was going to bring up is like if you played against somebody that also had like had been on the play twice. Right. Yeah. And that that will th- that is basically unavoidable. You can even say like, okay, Brent. I think it just gets a little complicated. It's like, all right, Brent's one zero, Cole's also one zero, but we both were on the had the play draw option. Like, maybe you can force pairings to say, all right, Brent, like, match the records and the play draw if, if possible. But that gets, get, adds a lot of complexity. And I think it's just unnecessary complexity where I think it's the system is already kind of self correcting, where it should just kind of balance out in the end. 
So you, you, basically, the point is because I, I mentioned this to, this to you, Cole, when I barely missed a top eighting in RCQ, I was on the draw all five times, and I, and I I don't typically dwell on stuff like that, but I was like, man, I would just kind of wish I was on the play at least once or twice, and that could have been the edge. And I and I don't really get salty about stuff like this, but I know people keep track of that a little bit more than me. Um, I just like I would just want this in place. Where uh, the play draw option is, just, it could just be random, or or um or be um fairly not random. The point is not random; it would be fairly distributed throughout the tournament. I definitely think this would the that yours would be the hardest to like get magic players behind, in my opinion. Because like magic players are so ingrained in like tradition and stuff of what they've done. I definitely think it'd be like the hardest thing to tell people that. A software is going to decide who goes first. Yeah, but I think uh, sure, but I think in they would say like I okay. So you go to your FNM because I I would want this to be implemented on companion and even like the idea is that this would replace the play draw players deciding with with dice. Like I think you would be like okay at the end of it I, I was on the play twice in four rounds or I was on the play three times in six rounds or something like that. Like that, that it, you would count on your deck or be on the play if at even amount of the time. So I think like if I think like the players would eventually, and maybe I'm being a little too optimistic, but I think players would be like, yeah, I think it's fair. Cause I, don't, we don't have to do the silly dance of like, Oh, I rolled a seven year old a seven. Like, I feel like people will be like, yeah, we just like, all right, I got to start. I'll be on the play. Um, and just move on. I think, I do think players would, would adjust, like players, we could all adjust whatever it is, but I think like it would be, I think it would be a good change. I think players would like it personally, but I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a weird guy and I don't know, maybe not. Sure. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, it, when, when the new Mulligan rule came out, there were players that like were very against it. Right and yeah and we'll we'll see that too. Yes. Um, so yeah, if if you see this, if you found us on the Twitter uh, on on the Twitters, uh, if you see our tweet or something like that, and you see us advertising this, yeah, feel free to comment and just make yeah say say your opinion. Am I am I batshit crazy? Or, oh yeah, we're uh, we're definitely we definitely want the Twitter to be uh, to have you guys respond to it and tell us right because there there are going to be stuff that we miss that people haven't said. Like I out of like the forty people I asked, no one got near what Brent is all as that at all talking about. So there are definitely some that right. like that like are out there that no one talks about that, that do make sense. I mean I agree with Brent. It does suck. Like unfortunately magic is a game that play draw is incredibly dependent and to go in a tournament and go, you know six rounds and you're on the draw five of them. Like Right. Like and so for for me and I told Brent this when we talked about this originally was my RCQ, I was on the draw, I think like probably five out of the four or uh four out of the five i mean um yeah but my deck was also built to beat what was there so like it didn't matter too much to me but like i couldn't imagine like me playing grease thing against humans and they get to turn two thalia off before i get to cast grizzly and like that's really rough right yeah so i definitely i definitely agree with brent that play draw is unfortunately like such a crucial thing now yeah. Um. I, I even like I I I think it would just be a net positive, but I that's yeah. Um. I I guess are you ready to move on to the next thing? I don't want to keep keep dwelling oh, yeah. on this. Yeah. I feel like I, I think my pitch was perfect. I think every listener is is on board, and we're about to start a revolution. So. Oh yeah, wizards are actually listening the, right now. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, do you want to crack open your notebook and and I've got it right here. All right, yeah, t- uh, go ahead. Right there. So I've got a list, a list, a list. He has a list of uh, quite or of things I've received. So I'm gonna get one out of the way, um, or two out of the way that we that are like uh, out of like the 40 people I asked. You know, about 30 of them led on with this. So uh, abolish the reserve list is a big one that said all the time. You know, and you know, I I will say I give merit to that. Uh, the reserve list does gatekeep formats like 
you know, for me, I'm playing Legacy on the 21st, and, like, getting dual lands is, like, a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, like them, them bitches right. are not, not cheap to acquire, and that's not even including, like, if I were to play Painter and you need City of Traders. So, like, the reserve list is a big one that, um, that a lot of people always kind of go to. Uh, and then uh, print quality was another one that was a lot of uh, like that quality of card stock and stuff has gone down, which I mean, it's been going down for God knows how long. Right. It, yeah. Wizards can't seem to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. Besides like foiling curls. I also, there's sometimes where I get a card. I'm like, it just feels like it's a little bit thicker than like, older cards or something like that like i get those oh yeah like the print the printing quality like there's a lot of times where people think some cards are fake because like it's darker because it's printed differently like it it's so bad no Um, i yeah don't get these with these japanese card games but um (laughs) (laughs) so now we'll get into um the ones that i have listed uh we're gonna start with a with a cool one um this one's not even like that controversial. I think this one's just kind of like a a uh, God. I always forget the saying. <laughs> better, better quality of life. There we go. Um, sure. That waste becomes an actual basic. I don't think it would change that much, but no, that's yeah, fine. But it'd be, a, it'd be a lot of people say like with like prismatic, um, whatever that stupid land is. Like prismatic ending. No, the land. Like tap away. Oh, prismatic vista. Um, I was reading this one. Um, but yeah, uh, that was just a, a quality of life. I don't remember who told me that one, but that one was that one was kind of cool. I thought it was very out there. Like no one, like it's not like you say this and the whole room looks at you like you're insane. So I thought that one was kind of cool. Uh, another one I have right, on it, here. Oh, go for it. No, I was gonna say that doesn't change. Like if you if you're dra- drafting Balfour's in a card, do you just go go to the basic land station and get yourself some waste too like it doesn't change that right i don't think it would i, I, I mean that, that one i, would, I think I mean, it's I just such a so. minute like change well it, 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 uh-huh. it you can't get waste in battle of his oath oh sure sure, sure. Uh, right whatever yeah that's what yeah but now i get what you're saying yeah yeah uh another one this was this one uh roger had said a shout roger out here uh yeah thank, thanks for listening roger we know you are uh was that uh, RCQs and the RC should be mandated in the sense that if the RC, so the RC for San Diego is standard. His argument was that uh, the RCs for the RCQs uh, would have to be standard to promote the format for the RC. And uh, this funny enough ties into our last episode with Todd was that, you know, how standard is kind of like a dying breed. Um, So one of the ways that Roger had brought up to kind of put more life into it is if you forced. So like, so Dallas uh, is, is going to be pioneer. So AKA every RCQ before Dallas for the Dallas season. So the thing in the ice season would be pioneer. Right. Um, so to me, I thought I it's so to me for that it's a little weird because different areas have a higher majority of preferred format. Um so like where we are in Texas, the the highest preferred format is modern. Um so it's hard as a store to say cuz cuz stores have to spend money on the RCQ kits. Right. So it's hard for a store to tell a store like, hey, you're going to host an RCQ, but it has to be standard, but your standard turnover rate for your tournaments is like 10 people. Right. Um, so, you know, then it comes down to like, okay, well, if you're going to host these RCQs, do you um, do kind of the no prizes RCQs that they do sometimes that, that I see where it's like $20 and you just get the promos? Um. Which, to be fair, RCQs are kind of going that way now, anyways, because yeah. um, people kind of know what they are now. So, like, if you're gonna go do it, you're you, you don't care about prizes. Um, you're not in it for sharking. Sure. So, like yeah. that that makes. Sense. But I don't know. It it is a interesting change because, like, you know, we all know that standard is kind of on the the way down end right now. 
and people are really hoping that all will be one. Um, we'll kind of light a fire in it. Um, I definitely think, and, and I'm not going to try to get too in depth into why standard is kind of falling apart, but, um, a lot of factors hurt standard a lot and it's just kind of like really hard to kind of get that fire relit. It's kind of hard to tell people like, kind of like Todd talked about on our last episode, like to tell people to spend all this money on something that's not going to be around that long when it's way easier right. for people to get into eternal formats where when you buy into something, you're not going to lose out on it. Right. Uh, especially the other thing too, that I had thought about was with wizards, how much they reprint everything eternally. It's easier to get into eternal formats now because all eternal formats are way cheaper. Like Shocklands are like ten dollars, and some of the fetches are like really cheap. Like you buy Tarns for like fifteen bucks. So, like, and that's not even they used to be they... very expensive. well. Yeah, I mean, back in my day, <laughs> old man, I was buying Tarns and Misties for like eighty to hundred bucks, um, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Now I bought a blue red prowess deck. Were real cheap and modern because tards were 15 to 20 bucks like yeah the expensive fetches now are the cons ones and we don't even know when they're going to reprint those so and that and i mean that could be coming up too when they do it's like wizards have shown that they'll reprint stone anything into the ground right um and that's like that it, uh, yeah that was annoying to see like i guess like from an outsider like you would look at a modern deck you're like wow it's they would probably first say yeah it's expensive like a thousand dollars or whatever and then you look at lands which is like seven hundred dollars of the deck or something well now to be like, fair wow, we have the flip of that now where like decks are no, still a thousand dollars but the land the land part's not the bad part yeah but i think it's it would it's kind of confusing so the they would look in like so the cards you can't that don't win the game like the creatures that actually attack and deal damage and stuff like that that's like those are like goblin guides like twenty dollars or something. What arbitrary creature is is yeah. cheap? But the fet the Aaron Mesa and the whatever lands are like fifty or you know like three times that or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, kind of yeah. it's it's wild to from an outsider. I will um, say at least the argument for that for the land half is that at least like yeah you were spending that on lands, but like lands were shared at least. Like, yeah. I think the biggest problem yeah. is, like... And now, to be fair, where Modern is now is, like, if you buy a Ragavan, there's, like, five different Ragavan decks you can play. But, um, right. like, some creatures that are expensive, like... Ledger, I think Ledger Trader is still, like, 20 bucks, right? Or I think they're um, around there. That would get... Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, so, like... But if you buy Ledger Shredder sure. for Modern, like, you're kind of stuck with him in Murktide. Like, there's not yeah. anything else that plays him. Um, right. So, so it is interesting like, overall, like... Yeah, uh, but we'll we'll move on because I can go into all that stuff for for hours. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, so. What was the, that one? What was the uh, the suggestion? That RC queues should be mandatory for format of oh. RC. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We we got derailed a little. I I. Let's talk I about love sports. Roger. Yeah, I don't like this idea because there, the uh, I I know Roger. He he he's like a standard darling he likes the format and he would want that to be promoted more well I so i will that. say I, I to cut you off real quick i will say standard yeah. is not in a bad spot right now like right yeah. like i will say it, it to me this whole thing would be really different if standard was like thrown standard where like it looked really bad outside looking in and like mm-hmm. awful but like I, I will say i have looked at the format and it does look fun like it's right. very no, well, it's very open Right, but we're like we're also blessed with like a huge magic community in DFW where like there's a lot of viable LGSs where I have like a friend who lives in Wichita, like where Garrick and, and my friend Cody live. It's just modern. Like even Pioneer, if like when we get to Pioneer season, I guess I guess we are in Pioneer season now. Like it there's not a lot of f- players that play that format regularly because the the stores they fire modern like that's the player base so even in pioneer season it still would they would want it to be a modern format like the stores would want that the players would want that and even like the people who live an hour outside the city would come in because it's modern and i don't yeah. think they would do that for pioneer so like i i think like the system we have now is fine like whatever the store wants to do i know like darkhound which is a great store they will do 
uh, they'll look at what the what the event you're playing in. Like they had standard recently, and that's where Roger won his event was standard. And um, man, I'm sure they'll keep doing that. But I think just whatever the store wants to do is fine. Um, like one of the the store local, they all they do a lot of limited events, and I think they're going to do that again. Like it's just what they want to do and what the players want. So. Yeah, I mean, as a store, you have to you have to kind of follow like be having to tell a store what to do is kind of rough. But I I, I will say though I do see merit to Rogers because it is it it is hard for like standard yeah. right now because the the number is so low on like right people that actually give a crap about it. Yeah, um, at least locally for us, I don't know. There might be like Michigan where like standard is like the all star format. You know, it's hard to say. Texas has kind of always yeah. been a modern heavy state right like our our big event every year which is a hunter burden is always modern so yeah it's kind of hard and as somebody that like loves pioneer like that kind of sucks and like but i i did but i did come from loving modern like as my favorite format so right yeah as a lot of our listeners probably do too yeah i mean i I like modern to an extent there's there's some things i think that modern needs to be changed but not gonna get into that yeah that's uh yeah um, so the next one uh, is the Mythic Chasers, uh, a.k.a. Uro, Oko, Shieldred, uh, Meat Hook Massacre, like cards that are absurdly powerful for a set that are there to promote so that you'll buy product. Um, and a way to fix that, like printing absurdly powerful Mythics that like are like way above and beyond. Uh, just to push a set. That one's a little interesting to me. It does. I I I I remember when Throne came out. Was when I first saw Wizards kind of really start to pr- promote the Mythic Chaser thing by printing like Oko, like a card that's like kind of so absurd it didn't make sense, but like you had to buy the product. I don't know. It it is interesting. Sure. Um. Like, Uro was the one for Theros. Um, Akoria's was... uh, I think it was Typhoon. Uh, Yeah, well, Akoria also had the Triomes, too. I think those were, like... They stand up to be the most expensive cards. Well, yeah, but at the time, like, while they were in Standard. Oh, uh... I think it was Typhoon. I don't... Yeah, sure. I mean, Akoria was during COVID, so I don't... Yeah, is it not real? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I played Moto when Lurus was just three mana, so <laughs> <laughs> right. So I I know the demons. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one's just a little weird. I I will say I do see the merit behind it. Like I agree, there are sometimes that it's it's a pain in the ass when uh Wizards prints like a mythic that's like like Shieldred level, like Shieldred's a league of her own, like. Mm-hmm. you're not buying Dominaria United for Shiv and Reef. <laughs> right. Like, you're buying packs of that to, to get a Shieldred. Right. And also, you know, she's like 50 bucks. So, like, you know. And then, I guess, out of Brother Brothers War, we have Urza. So. I don't know. Yeah. I could see. They, they've definitely gone down, at least. Because, like, when Throne came out, it was literally like you were buying Throne for Oko. Now, to be fair, the throne was a little different because throne was also just a really powerful set. Oh, every card was good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was getting at. But like, yeah, I guess Theros would be a better better argument. So when Theros came sure. out, it was you, you were buying for Uro after yeah. people discovered how good Uro was. To be fair, but um, right, it took Uro, a minute. Karksa and yeah, well, when Karksa the set came, kind of when the set came out, Dryad was like the the all star child. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah, I forget because people were like, "Look how absurd this card is." Yeah. To be fair, he is, but he was not near the yeah, level sure. that Uro, Uro was. No, different different tiers of amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I see the merit. I don't know how I feel about this one. Like, it's kind of hard to to change it because it's like you can't. If if your set sucks, right? Like, then people <laughs> just are not going to buy into it. So, like, we've had standards where, like, so oath if I remember correctly, wasn't great for standard. Uh, Gatewatch? Yeah. Because it was all, like, the Eldrazi shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that, like, Oath didn't really see a whole lot of standard play. At least, if from what I remember, it's been a very long time. 
So yeah, like, I mean, it's been a long time. And I think it was the same thing for Fate. So like, those sets never really like. Well, I guess Fate had Ugin, but the Mythic Chaser. <laughs> yeah, he, right. But yeah, so like for Oath, like I just remember no one really needing cards out of it for Standard because like during that time, like that Pro Tour was modern, and all the cards uh, were played in modern from that set. You know, we had the whole Eldrazi winner. Uh, yeah. But, like, none of those cards, like, no one was playing, like, TKS and Standard, really. Right. I mean, there were people that did, but, like, out of the out of that format, most people weren't. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, you print, like, a set that's, like, like a, a print straight to modern set, like Oath was, and, like, just people don't buy into it. Because people mm-hmm. will just, if you're a modern player, you're not going to buy packs, you're just buy the single. Right. Because you don't yeah. need to build a Standard collection, because, like, you're not going to play the format. So, like... You'll be like, okay, well, I need TKSs for modern. Okay, well, I'll just buy TKSs instead of trying to buy a booster box to get, like, two. Right. Up to, like, if you're lucky, you'll get two. Yeah, or get a bunch of other garbage you don't need. So Right, yeah. So I could, like, it's hard for me to tell Wizards to be like, print more, more Oath of the Game. Like, I don't want straight to modern sets. I mean, they've already... They already got around doing that for standard sets by just printing straight, straight to modern <laughs> sets, and I right. hate those. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't think Wizards is ever going to stop just printing random powerful shit to promote sets. Like it's just kind of hard for them not to do that. Yeah. Like I mean, you got to sell your product. I get it. You know your business, so kind of hard to be yeah. like, hey, we'll just make this set suck. Yeah. Like, I think the last kind of bad set we had was, uh, was Streets of Capenna. Uh, I mean, it had the the Triomes, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But nothing, like, absurd. Right. I don't know, I mean, I'm (laughs) list. If we talk about the most disappointing card of the year. You shut your fucking mouth. What else would it be, Cole? It, not it him. Be? Don't you no, ever. Okay. All right, so we'll go to we'll go to more controversial <laughs> ones. You know, okay. That's what people are listening for. Uh, I'll name drop him. I'll, I'll name drop Alec. So Alec. <laughs> okay. I'll name drop. I'll name drop uh, good buddy Alec. He said he'd rather. He thinks that we should go back to the old Mulligan rule, which was not London. Because we're on London right now. So we're now. in London. Uh, it's Paris. No, Vancouver? I think it's, it's Vancouver. 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 So he said we should go back to Vancouver. I like this. Okay. Uh, Just full full stop. Yeah, full full rewind. Okay. <laughs> Just go back to Vancouver. Uh, I, I, I'll go first on this one. Okay, um, go for it. So... I... He... Oh, he had a, he had a, uh, a reason that I never heard before. So I was kind of... Re, uh, re, refreshing to hear this because also like Saffron Oval will say the same thing on t- at times we're like no he like it makes certain decks too much too much better or whatever like eh, whatever he said because Alex said you are playing you get by by playing one less land at times because you can just mulligan into a much better hand or something like that that was like kind of part of the argument I don't want to. I don't want to just put words in his mouth, but that. I mean, that, that was, that was about right. Away. Was you get to play like less cards because you'll find them better. Right. So you mulligan, then you can kind of like sculpt a better hand or something. And that was kind of it, which I was like, kind of refreshing um, to kind of hear another argument because normally it's like, well, you can Tron easier, and it. Uh, <sighs> so the okay here here's my whole thing. It, Cole, you mulligan to I think you mulligan to five or four a few like uh, when we played earlier this week, and you won. I mulligan to four against Logan, which is yeah, you mulligan to four against Logan, and you just and you won the game anyway. That never happened with the old mulligan rule. Oh no, and you were it you, got to the you point kept a six like Cole you, would. Sorry, like just just to kept, go to that absurdity, yeah, going like, to five. No, you're, you're like, like. So I watch a lot you, of old you, pro tours. Yeah, we're and saying like, the same thing. You, <laughs> go, go for it, Brett. No, you mulligan. Like you, you, you look at your seven. You don't like it. You go to six. 
you probably you're almost just like I have to keep this no matter how bad the hand is. I think I said it on a Mulligan to five is basically conceding the game. Yeah, like I think I've said it on a previous episode. Listening to old pro tours where the commentators literally tell you it's a concession to mold a five should say something. Like when when you have commentators right. are that are like, and, yeah, yeah, man, he's mulliganing to five, he's probably dead. <laughs> like that should not be a sentence. Yeah, full. Yeah, and that's and that's what we. So this new mulligan rule that we've had for that's five, four or five years. We had it for a while. When did it? it yeah, yeah, we it, I think about four years. because well, I was still yeah, on that when it first came around. Yeah, and it it has made, I think it's made Magic quite a bit better. There's so many more games that just happen because there's there's some number of games that people mulligan to five and they the game is over like basically in, as soon as you put those cards back on in your deck, like the game is just over every single time. And I remember like I bring this up. A fair bit of the time when talking about the Mulligan rule, where Louis Scott Vargas versus El- uh, Andrew Ellenbogen, where he mulligans the four in game five, and I'm just like, this is he he's lost. Like he lost when he mulliganed to five, and wasn't it know, like a mono white mirror? If maybe a six wasn't very good. Yeah, it's mono white mirror. Yeah, and he had to mulligan to, you know, if he. Like we, I, I mulligan to five and win a fair bit of the time. Cole, I, you did t- this week, and five or lower, and that's just not that's just not death anymore like it used to be. So I I think this is the best mulligan system we we have, and I don't want it. Like I I don't like if you want to talk about a overall completely different mulligan rule, fine, but I don't like. Like someone on Twitter was like, "Yeah, I, I just don't think Tron should be that consistent." I was like, "The thirteenth best deck in Modern is too good for you," is what I said, and I was like, "Come on, like we're past Tron as relevant at this point." Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't like full like really. I'm like I, the Mulligan system we have is the best one. Like it's the best one. I just that. I, I my biggest hate in Magic is non games and like the old Mulligan rule would create non games a lot of the time. Right. And I get the whole like 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 we were talking about like Tron and combo decks. Like I remember when the Mulligan rule came out, I was on Ad Nauseum and everyone was like, Oh my god, Ad Nauseum is the best deck of all time. That was not yeah. at all true. Like the new Mulligan Same rule with Tron and Dredge too. They're oh you yeah. put the, the cards you want in the library, you just put it back in the deck and Tron, you can just mulligan to Tron. But, like, it, I, I don't know. It, it's got to be a no for me. Like, I can't. I hated that rule. I, it was one of my biggest pet peeves in Magic. Like, I, I think the new one's fine. I'm willing to hear out other ideas of a mulligan system, but we've had... The, the old ones created a, a lot of non-games, and you kept bad sixes, and you probably just lost with that bad six anyway because you were forced to keep it. Like, yeah. No, that's that's my take. Uh, I'm ready to move on. Well, now speaking of mulligan rules, oh, perfect! Uh, I was ready to talk about it again. <laughs> another another one that we got was each format should have its own mulligan rule. And this was Austin Elliott who had this idea, right? Yeah, this one's a little yeah. interesting. Hmm. Excuse me, gang. I'm exhausted. Okay, so this one's a little interesting. Um, I I think it would be the hardest to to implement <laughs> because it's it, it would be difficult to like have people try to remember which format has which mulligan yeah like i i would say it would be a little difficult to be like all right like legacy could be vancouver or whatever but then like you're a modern player and modern is Paris or london so like but it, it it to me it does make sense i guess like i could see it like why it would make sense like if your argument is that the new mulligan rule makes combo decks really good then a format like Vintage, which is a combo format, should not have it. Okay. So, like, I could see the argument. Um, well, my take is uh, I, I, I don't like unnecessary complexity, so I, w- I would just say no to this, too. Um, I, like... I, the, uh, let me, let me st- I'll take a step back. 
because there was a lot of people, and I'm, I'm going to talk about companions, Cole. I'm sorry. Take, like, <laughs> it's not that, an episode like unless we do. It's a it's our it's our it's on the painful tr- MTG painful truths bingo card as Brent talks about. <laughs> At this point, it's almost a free square where Brent talks about companions. But there were people who talked about banning companions, and you have to ban it. To me, I'm like, for they want to they would do it simply, so they would just ban companions in all formats. Like I don't think you would just like say, oh, the t- in modern companions are banned, but you can play it legally. Pioneer, same thing. Legacy, you get the the original companion, like you get or the um, the current companion rule and vintage and commander because it companions are legal in every format, every eternal format. So, like they they would do ban all or ban none or whatever, the ban companions in all formats or none. Like they would not just do added complexity when. When really, and my whole point is, like, look where we are now in Magic. Gigantha is in a small percentage of Pioneer decks. Kahira is in a small percentage of Modern, Kahira, Karuga, um, and, and Yorin's in Pioneer. Like, it's it, they're not problems. Like, they're good. They're uh, To me, they're just not problems. And I don't think we should, like, I don't want different companion rules for different formats i don't want um I, I don't want different mulligan rules for different formats either like i just want the rules to just be the card what cards am i allowed to play with and those are the uh, the rules of of magic that's a fair argument of, of formats so i just just for the sake of unnecessary complexity even if it's better or worse or if it's or whatever i i just wouldn't want un- unnecessary complexity that's fair that's fair that being uh, said, I don't play Legacy or Vintage or Commander, so it's like, you know, that's that's my opinion. For so, somebody that likes I, to ask us if we want to play Commander every night. I, 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 well, I say it when, like, everyone, like, when this, the shop, the shop guy is, is exhausted and ready to leave, and he's just, like, clearly trying to sweep us out of the door. We're like, hey, how about a quick game of Commander? Like, it's, it's, uh, I guess, tongue in cheek or whatever, but anyway. Okay, what, uh, what next? We've got a couple more. Okay. Uh, one of them is push the Pro Tour like they used to. Um, which I get, I mean, to be, this is what I said to this one, was that we don't even know yet because we haven't had it yet. <laughs> True, yeah. So I don't know how to say this one yet because, like, it hasn't happened yet. Like, they just had the RC, so, like, I think when when's the pro tour is it before the next RC? Uh, I, yeah, I guess that's I guess we're proving the point <laughs> that it's not pushed. Oh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> I, I I I don't really keep track of it that well anyway. Like I don't care, I don't care about news. I care more about like I guess like strategy, magic strategy. Like that's what I care about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have I have no opinion on this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting to see what happens. Yeah. And then my next one uh, is uh, uh, less product per year. There's a lot in Martin Hughes' tweet about, like, products releases. Wizards has cranked this motherfucker up to 10. Like... <laughs> That's true. They have had... Th- like they'll still have four standard sets, the commander products that are just spewed throughout, and like, like, uh, like two master sets a year for the most part, and maybe a modern horizons. They had it every other year, but if that's true, it would be this upcoming year, and I don't think they're, so, they're not doing uh, modern horizons this year. I will say, someone tweeted it out. There's a graph you could see of all the the sealed product that has come out in the years. Oh like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and like this year was like, or la- I guess last year was like absurd. Yeah, like the amount that's like not even including secret layers. True. Oh, right. I, I forget secret layers. That that counts. I guess. Yeah. So like, I-, I could agree to it. Wizards is really just. I mean, Wizards knows that they can print money now, and like, <laughs> they'll literally print stacks <laughs> of money. So they'll they'll, they'll print a thousand dollars of cards you can't play. 
Yeah, like so so that. there's a benefit and a negative. So they will print reprint cards and then they will do what you just said of printing cards that are unplayable. <laughs> right. So. Like like not just like bad cards, just stone illegal to play in uh in REL, which is just hilarious. So I, I could agree to that one. I I got one, Cole. Oh, you got one? Okay. Yeah, this one, I, I I think I mentioned this to you, and you got, uh, I don't know, get mad, but you, you did disagree with me. Uh, it's about tokens. Uh, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to die on this hill. Like, <laughs> if you're going to attack me on this hill, I'll just leave. Um, but <laughs> I, I kind of wish that tokens would have uh, the correct, like, fl- like, um, like st- the uh what's it called just like the correct oracle text or whatever like when i fetch f- for a dwarven mine it needs to say like one one it should say creature dash dwarf and stuff like that ba- basically your some argument people, some people some people not naming names cole not naming <laughs> your name Christ. cole but some will have like pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah. to represent the one one tokens okay. not naming any names so so you just want people to use actual tokens. You want it to be like Pro Tour, where like you would like pull out a, a token out of your deck box, and the judge comes over and like swipes it out of the way and puts like an actual token. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I think it makes the game look. I, okay, look, I I know this will never happen. So I, I I'm, but it just it just looks nicer if it's like you have a it, because my token for the most part all my to- and I'm and I'm guilty of this too because I had like dizzy princesses for my shark tokens yes and stuff like that so I'm I'm not I'm I'm not guiltless here but uh, if if Watsy said like all right you have to have accurate tokens and and to, and to me this the, this would be it, your deck was just like to- you created these one one artifact soldiers they all that's your only token that you make and if your game's going well you're gonna have a lot of them and it doesn't matter but as soon as like you have a one like if you played eight mancer and you have now you have these elemental creatures with these soldiers then it kind of gets messy i would want it to be a clean difference between those like easily you could see what this is so i'll agree to that as long as they're distinguishable i i would prefer if if we went all to all the way to say it has to you have to be able to know what the, it is just by looking at it. And I'm, it, I'm not like my tokens are a lot of them for inkling customs. So they're not the official Watsy tokens. Hashtag not sponsored. A lot of them aren't, but at H you should buy your tokens. They're, they're all great. And, um, and that's like, I, I like how it accurately represents what it is. Like I'm glad this says treasure with the tap, sacrifice add a color of mana and the go- like the goblin shaman token you know stuff like that i like having these 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 nice tokens but i like having like third party artist tokens too like with your tokens i don't really care like if if i could make a change i i would kind of consider this but ultimately it's i definitely think it's not the most disagreeable like <laughs> like thing we've said but <laughs> That's As somebody fine. that just bought Deoxys tokens, like I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Watch the announcement saying you have to have correct tokens. That'd be so funny. I'll kill you. Okay. Okay. All right. I think that's all. Besides some repeats on my list. Uh, I'll do another one. Uh, this is just personal, but like, I remember when I first started playing Magic, and you know the basic lands. I would spell basic lands. You, you, they were always the generic, you know, the 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 tree or the, the the skull for swamp, and then you have the art on top. When I got to Battle for Zendikar, I was like, oh my gosh, these are so cool! These full art lands, and now they're like, every set has full art lands, and I just kind of wish they would spread it out a little bit, like maybe once a year. Oh, I think we talked have, about this. We talked about, yeah, we did, and I would just like less full art lands, and just because. They're not special anymore. Like everyone has full art lands. Yeah, they haven't been special since. It is a person like battle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my, I think my favorite full, uh, full art land is just the Theros ones. Like they, I guess they look like the the energy cards or whatever. Uh, Pokemon like cards. Yeah. 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 They're my favorite. They look nice. Like they they do well. They do a good job on the lands. Like I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. I just I wish they would slip. Like I don't like the Innistrad, like, black and white lands, so I, I don't like those. Oh, I don't like those either. 
Um, I got another one, and it, it's it kind of ca- uh, contradicts what you were like, what someone else suggested about uh, printings. But I wish they would do for secret layers. I wish they would do just more mod like constructed playable cards because they there's so many cards that I'm like I know maybe it's just like they're catering to commander. But they're cool, and I I want like if there's a like I when they had the Dryad and the Primeval Titan cards in the secret layer, I immediately bought some. And we had that one secret layer that was like all good modern cards. It had the Dryad that I wanted, had the spell color that at the time you wanted, Soul Scar that uh, someone else, and and the fourth card I don't remember, but it was also like a modern Pioneer playable card or whatever, like a high impact card. So like I would want more of that. I want I would want them to get, say, oh okay, let's do um, a boreal grazer or you know not go with cards I want, but like a boreal grazer or um, I don't know what else to do. What else? like uh, maybe another uh, fatal push secret layer? I think they already had one. You know, just stuff Yardle. like that. Just more modern. Yeah, yeah. They just more modern or more uh, modern pioneer. Uh, secret layer card. So the Yarkle one actually like is a good example because it's like opt push explore and then anger mm-hmm. of the gods. So, like that's a good one. That was a good one too. Yeah, but I, I feel like there's so many sets where I'm like I look at them. We had Ulamog recently. That one. Yeah, I bought that. I one. wanted any, any. I want any printing of Ulamog, and if they had to be a cereal box printing, it, I'll take it. Like I, I it looks so more good. Cardboard. Yeah, it does. Um, but I just I I want I want more of that Cole. I just want more uh more relevant i you know what uh, i 100 percent agree with you i would love more relevant secret layers yeah like how like like how cool would it be like i know death shadow had one but it was like a said mckinnon one so it was a bunch of other shit that didn't matter but like right like modern deck secret layers that's like oh like fucking i don't know creativity but it's like creativity archon and fable and they all have alt arts oh sure yeah that'd be kind of cool you know have yeah, have a consider in one of them, and uh, is it charm? Like know, a phoenix like, yeah, one. Uh, oh, piece of the puzzle. Yeah, that would be great. Temporal trespass. Get more printings for that card because it's too expensive. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That sounds great. Like people would, people would buy that, and just put in. Yeah. Like yeah. That's so. I would choose that one. I'm glad I got a good one. Apparently, I, I've been. I think, I think it's a good one. My opinions. Um, I, oh, I got another one. I'm, I'm just going to keep rambling. This one can't really be done other than just asking stores, but I would want more team events. I think they're fun, and I would want more of them. I know they're probably more difficult, and attendance might be tough, tougher if you have to find two other people. But team events are fun, and I want more of them. I agree on that. Team events are fun. Yeah. But that's that's definitely not a wizards thing. No, it's it, yeah, nothing to do with wizards. But what I would what change in the, the it's a broad we paint with a broad brush here. I would oh sure sure, sure sure. Oh uh, let me let me do one because I think it's ridiculous. No more remove intentional draw like that one's ridiculous. <laughs> what? This was on the the uh, the the user thread. Someone said that, and that you just can't do that. Like we just cannot be in a position to do that. Um. So no. I, d- I don't like that one. <laughs> Never heard that. Is it, if Cole and I are playing against each other and we're like, oh, we uh, one match point would do it, but we can't intentionally draw. All right, well, let's play slowly but acceptable pace. And like we would just sit at a table, just like flicking cards and waiting for the time to run out. Like you could, we could get around it because the judge can't just say, no, you're not playing optimally. I think I am. I'm. He has. He has 17 mana up. I can't, I don't know what he has. Like you can't enforce this. So just let there be intentional draws. Like I, and I know like no one, I, I feel like a lot of reasonable listeners would um, probably agree with me, but like, no, it's just ridiculous. I have never heard that at first. Do you remember like, it was like a few years ago where someone was like a, a TO said, you can't intentional draw. We'll just give out zero match points. Oh yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, Hot like the only class. way you get rid of it, yeah, that was, and there was like Twitter drama with that. The only way you get rid of intentional draws is if you get rid of draws, and that's we just can't do that. Like we cannot do that. 
I already play so enough. We don't want a tournament with me in it, <laughs> where I have, where I don't have to worry about taking too long. <laughs> Christ. Okay. Uh, what else you got? Oh, that was it. That's it on my list. You you brought some up that oh, I cool from left fucking field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm kind of going through the um to the Twitter thread. I have another one. Uh, yeah. The only one I would, uh, and this one I know we can't even do. Like we're well past this. I think uh, I think our good buddy JV brought this up that that Wizards wants to get rid of the upkeep step or something like that. He did bring that up. Yeah, I didn't write I, that I down. I kind of wish that. Yeah, I I wish like we we can't like just full stop. We can't do it. Like I I just know we we have too many cards that say at the beginning of upkeep do this thing. I I would want to look at like if can we move the upkeep triggers to after you draw a card and just remove the upkeep step i would be i i don't think we could do that like that was one of them like get, like all the at the beginning of your upkeep cards to be errata to after in your draw step or something like that so there's not like the game just kind of maybe gets accelerated just a little bit so you don't like upkeep draw and you know, like it just goes a little faster so brent it doesn't really matter too much I've I've got one, mm-hmm. and this is my last one. Okay. So this was something we brought up a long time ago, or not not that long, but okay. Brennan brought up about evergreening keywords or like making ah, okay. like like a holistic name for something. I don't remember what it was. It was like everything now surveils or whatever, you know. And I just remembered that Wizards right, we, came we out. We talked with, about that on cast. Did we about debut or I guess about the other thing? Yeah, no, yeah, I forgot that. I yeah. brought so Wizards came out with a, a, yeah. a with a shitty little game, and instead of saying when something enters the battlefield, they call it debut. And I sent that to Brent, so that that's what they call enter the battlefield <laughs> on that app. It's called debut. So right, so there you go, Brent. There's uh, a change for you. The cards would just say debut colon. I actually have another one that you remind me of, but yeah, debut like with Uro. So the one I sent you was debut where, draw you know, card, where the card says. Right. It's instead of like when Uro nat- this card enters the battlefield, draw a card, gain three, put a land in play, you know, stuff like that. Like that it just replaced with debut colon effect or something like that. Yep. Which I, I wish I, I I would want I would want cleaner cards, like less overall text. Because yeah, we had surveil which was replaced that replaced like thirty words on a card basically. And oh yeah, I'm down. I, I and I did think of another one. Um, you you brought it up with with the uh, the debut. Um, okay. And I think they actually did something like this before. Um, but I want cards to say like if there's a card like effect of it being in the graveyard or in like specifically graveyards where it would be the most relevant. Uh, to have like a symbol, like a graveyard symbol, so it's a little bit easier to point out. So like if a card had a flashback, it would have like the, the tombstone symbol, because I think that's where I saw it. They, like, that that was the original thing like they did for flashback. I would want like that, so it's just like... Well, like, okay, Price so... Price Amalgam would have like... like you Not a keyword replacement of like whatever, but like a some sort of visible symbol of like, okay, when this... Well, so like just, Lessons just have that. For, it's a new player thing. Yes. The in the corner, the lessons all have the the weird thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a small one, but I would want like. I think that's agreeable. Like and like Narcomiba would be like a picture of a deck or something like that to say, oh, this this effect uh, is if it comes into play from the library, kind of thing. Sure. Not helping on that one, but I would I would kind of like that. So how do you feel about the tokens one? I see. <laughs> no, I, I I think like I, the play draw thing. I would I think that would just be a net. I think I think it'd be great, and I think I'm brilliant for the idea. But well, I don't know. We'll see if Wizards is listening. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through. I think that's all I got, though. Yeah, I was saying that's all I've got. Okay. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. We gotta get up early. Ugh. 
that's true. I'm, I'm actually about to go print my uh, deck list. I'm going to go to the um, little office area. I have a printer here, so I'm going to print mine here. <laughs> there you go. Dude, ever since, like, I was telling, I was telling uh, my girlfriend, like, like when I was like, I print off deck list. Like, yeah, I have, you have to do it. She's like, that's kind of ridiculous. And she, she knows nothing about magic. And I was like, yeah, some people actually just write it down. Like, uh, I at- fucking, I will. So I, if this is part of the episode, it's part of the episode and it should be, I'm going to throw this out there. Sure. Brent is like the most wonderful human being. Cause he will always type my deck list for me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I hate writing. I have shit ass handwriting to begin with. It looks like I'm writing in chicken scratch. Yeah. So like, I've had I've had tournaments where judges come up to me and they're like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> what demon <laughs> scribble did you write?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's fucking ad nauseum." We count three different heart attacks when you were writing. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to yeah. put that in the companion app? No kidding. Yeah, that would be that would be another great. change. Companion app should have it to where you can import deck list onto it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be dumb. Uh, or maybe you take a picture of your deck list and you can just email an image of your deck. Like, you know, the like Jacob, what he does, and I think he's probably not alone, so I'm, I'm going to sh- specifically uh, uh, tr- trash him, but I think a lot of people do. They'll take pictures. Of, you probably do it, too. You take pictures of your deck, and then you use that to as your reference when you're writing your deck list. Yes. They. Why not just, like, email that as an attachment to judge the, the event coordinator i don't know you know whatever yeah why not who cares that uh, probably annoying to, to actually <laughs> do it, but i mean that's what they did for the limited rcq oh really they just take a picture of your of your 40 yep hmm. guess that's yeah i guess i'm down Okay, I I don't think I have anything else. Like I think we, I, the big ones I, I I got. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm ready to close it. Yep, I'm ready when you are. All right, all right, that'll do it for us this week. Thanks everyone for checking us out, and we'll get you guys next time. Later.